Hello and welcome to the second episode of season two. The ten minute clock has just started. I like the idea that now someone may be picturing a physical clock made only for counting down or up to ten minutes. I imagine it would be a finely crafted wooden box with a clock face under a pane of glass, and you wind it with a metal key. You wind the mechanism, and you're off. Today, I want to share news about two things, namely two books. In the week I took off from podcasting between seasons one and two, I finished a book. To be clearer, if you have been listening to this podcast from the beginning, and if so. The thought warms my heart, and I thank you. That book was being written every time I recorded an episode. In other words, I'll soon publish the first season of this podcast in its entirety in book form. This will be a transcript, making every word of every episode available in book form, plus an introduction, the full tables of contents, which I was doing in the style of old books all along, and a few footnotes. The editorial approach I decided to take. Was to make it a real transcript of each podcast, rather than editing them as though they had been written down as text. There are numerous reasons why I like this approach, but I need to be careful with time due to the ten-minute limit I have now, and will likely talk about some of those reasons in another episode sometime in the future. But here I think it's enough to say that I like hybrid books and books that try something new, and that. There are also issues of focus and memorability that I've been long interested in, and all of those argue in favor of doing it this way. This will also make every episode available to anyone who has any hearing loss. To say nothing also of other good sides to having all of this on paper. Writing by talking has a long and honorable history. For example, Rod Serling, the creator, host, and main writer of The Twilight Zone, the original one, of course, wrote by dictating into a tape recorder. He could sit out in the sun by the pool or do it however he wanted. That didn't mean he was taking it any less seriously, as anyone who has watched his episodes will know. And if someone hasn't, kids, what are you doing with your lives? Just kidding. This way of writing also played a large role in honing his skill for writing dialogue. He wrote some of the most effective and natural dialogue. It plays well on screen, as it would in a play or a film. Every word and every phrase and sentence got tested in the very act of writing and was formed by that very process. Likewise, David Lynch has. Clearly dictated many things, including the chapters that he speaks in first person, in, in his biography *Room to Dream*. Among my favorite books, of which I have many, are in the order in which they appeared. In this case, I'm mentioning them chronologically. John Cage's *Silence: Lectures and Writings* by John Cage, from 1961. This is an experimentally laid out and conceived book. It was one of the most refreshing and inspiring reading experiences I've ever had. I recommend it to pretty much anyone who's at all interested in life or art or music. It's about 276 pages. 
to another favorite book of mine is David Lynch's Catching the Big Fish from 2006. It's about 192 pages, it has a lot of white space, which I think is wonderful, and an important part of the book. It has chapters ranging from just a single sentence to several pages, and it's really refreshing to have a book like that, to say nothing of his skill for saying enough and not too much. It really respects the audience. Another favorite book of mine is Hildur Kristin Torstensen's Hugljuvar Minningar, published in 2017. It's an Icelandic and English book, a bilingual book featuring her poems. It was her first book and her first collection of poetry. The title means, in English, Warm Memories. She is a natural-born poet for whom poetry and writing, among many other kinds of art, come as naturally as breathing. The relevance to this particular discussion of books comes partly from the fact that the poems are perfectly conceived. Every word fits, there's room and light in them and on the pages. It features each poem in Icelandic and English. Now I need to move on from this discussion of favorite books. I just wanted to mention a few because these are among the books that have inspired me to write the way I write and do this, for example, now. The book will be more than 40,000 words, somewhere in the region of 250 pages, and I will aim to publish it next week. Here's the back cover text. A word-for-word transcript of the first season. This podcast is my central outlet for thoughts, feelings, passing fancies, memories, dreams, appreciations, and more. A flickering campfire after a long day out in the wild, or in the inner wild, or perhaps a random book with a flashlight under the blanket in a beautiful summer cottage somewhere in eternity. I record every episode extemporaneously, transcribe them afterwards, and eventually collect each season into these printed volumes. Part journal, part memoir, part musings on art and life, part strange humor, and part me reaching out to other souls out there. This edition of the first season of the podcast brings the more than 40,000 words onto the printed page for reading or leafing through at your own pace. This also makes the podcast available in its entirety to everyone with any hearing loss. Unedited, unexpurgated, and with an introduction, table of content summaries in the style of old books, and a few footnotes. Also part of this season are Shakespeare's Sonnet 98 and H.P. Lovecraft's prose poem Ex Oblivione. The other piece of news also concerns a book. If you'd like, you can follow the writing of that one starting tomorrow when I post the first episode of a new podcast that I will record on alternate days, the days off from this podcast. I'm calling it As Fresh as Northern Exposure. It will start going through one of my favorite TV series, one of my very favorite TV series, Northern Exposure, episode by episode. After each season, these also will be collected in book form, although with that book series, I may do more editing than with this What Now with Seymour series. So this is my central series, the one you're listening to now, that will always be published word for word after each season in book form. With this Northern Exposure series, I may add material and edit later, but I'm not committing to that idea yet. I'll decide when a season has been done. So starting tomorrow, 
there will be another podcast I'll be making. This is a book idea I've been working on for several years. In fact, its first incarnation was a master's thesis that I did not finish because I realized I want to write a book about this topic, about the whole series, and all my thoughts about that series for a general audience. And this is what I'm now doing. There will be six books in that series because there are six seasons. There's a practical matter I need to mention about this. RSS.com, where I host this podcast, does not allow for more than one podcast at the moment. Hopefully that will change in the future. And because I am unsatisfied with the aesthetics and the rigmarole that comes along, if I would choose another hosting platform for this Northern Exposure podcast, I'm protective of my audience's experience. I don't want any advertising. The page I have for this podcast is fantastically clear. I really like it. I will have to make this Northern Exposure podcast a kind of stealth podcast by interpolating it with episodes of What Now with Seymour. So they will actually have to appear in this same series, but I will clearly label each type of episode So if someone wants to follow only one, it will be clear enough from just the episode titles. But unfortunately, there's a compromise in that they will appear in the same long list of episodes. And of course, they won't be under a separate heading or a separate podcast for now. I hope in the future that will change and I will be able to separate these when there is a solution I can be happy with. Both these book series will come out as 6 by 9 inches paperbacks and as ebooks that I will price as low as possible. So there will be nice little paperbacks. Thank you for listening and good night or good day. Take care.